Hello, and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not-safe-for-work podcast. We are teachers at the end of our weeks and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about our jobs without, you know, having to worry about losing them. So I'd like to start by thanking all of our Patreon patrons who are out there, and these patrons are the reason we keep going, they're the reason we keep doing, and we'd love to have more of you join our Patreon. It's only $5 a month, and you get access to all kinds of extra bonus content, live episodes, there's access to swag, there's all kinds of great stuff. So here we go, I'd like to thank Exhausted Band Director, Kim K, Noel R, Alan H, Kim K, Jessica A, SWFLEV Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Jessica H, Physics Runner, Melissa V, Steph, Science Teach 17, Michael M, Kim C, William P, Sarah O, Aldrich T, The Scorpionita, Britt M, Tisha C, Carissa H, Biker Teach, Caitlin L, Marsha M, Wiazza, Christina B, Miss Alabama, Kristen B, Hoovian, Ashley M, Jason F, Amber H, Jeff S, Abby B, Ann T, Sarah B, Regina F, Anna L, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, oh, I gotta get to the top of the list again, Hope H, Aaron D, Kristen W, Vanessa H, Vanessa J, Mary C, Rylan L, Catherine S, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Tony and Christina K, Irma A, Nimi, Melissa M, and Sarah N, thank you guys so much for supporting us. I'd also like to say a big thank you to our sponsor, Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or you know a theater teacher in your building or admin is forcing you to do UIL one-act play or something like that, go to Lud Lamb Dramatics. They have all kinds of resources to help explain all kinds of great concepts to your kids. They have posters that are wonderful your wall, and they also have great little affordable things you can use to bribe your students, like buttons that say off, book, and proud, and I survived UIL one-act play. All right, my friends, I'd also like to thank our sponsors at Legendary Pretzels. Go to Legendary Pretzels. Check them out. They take these pretzel rods and they offer them gluten-free too. You, they dip them in chocolate and they wrap them in candies and they have special designs. They are amazing. They're cost efficient. They're great gifts for you to give to your loved ones or just to get amazing snacks for yourselves. Okay, I'm done all with all that put stuff. My friends, Teacher Needs a Drink podcast comes out every Wednesday. And if you have something you'd like to share with us, a question, or you just want to share, um, hit us up through the contact page of our website, teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com. All right, I think I've covered just about everything. We are three days away from winter break. I, I am so ready. In fact, the fact that it's winter break is the reason why I'm doing well this week, because if it wasn't winter break and things were like this, I'd be losing my damn mind. We've had a lot of kids calling in fake gun threats, and I'm going to shoot up the school on Monday, things to our school. Um, my son's school, it's a high school with several thousand kids, was down to where ever, only single digits were in each class, because so many people were scared to send their kids to school. Luckily, that kid got arrested, and they just announced he has felony charges on him, just for making terroristic threats, so jeez. Hopefully, this trend will die down. Anyway, friends, stay strong. I love you. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for listening and help spread the word. Leave a review if you get a chance. All right, friends, enjoy episode 114. So, hey, folks, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I'm Elvis, your host, and joining me today, I have Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. And also with us, Mr. Count Chocolate. You have a Chocolate counter, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Oh man, it is. It's Monday before winter break. We've got four days ahead of us. By the time this comes out, there'll only be like two or three left. 
And it's a weird tie between me not having to work hard, but feeling really stressed just with the way the kids are acting. Everything's going crazy around here. Mm-hmm. The local schools in my area have had to cancel or had to shut down because of school threats and threats made against the school, either on social media or letters written in That's where it's crazy. But it's also happens to coincide with testing days for our star test as well as finals. Mm. And, I think it's kids being stupid, dumbass kids, but it's also causing other kids to have extreme anxiety about what could possibly happen in their school, as well as parents and everyone else. And so that's just delightful that this new gem is popping up. But I appreciate the schools that are taking it seriously and shutting things down. And it makes me want to know details of what was found or why they shut schools down for two days or an hour into the school day decide to shut schools down. But it's nutty, but how are how are things on your end, Bunny? What's going on with you? <laughs> well, my Monday started with getting about a third of the way to work this morning and realizing that I had left all of Fufu's bottles for the day in the fridge. <laughs> so I had to turn around and go home, to frantically texting my teammate and my AP, like, I might be late for first period. Somebody please watch my class. And <laughs> My first period class is energy intensive, we'll say. We'll energy intensive. That's very um, polite. I like that. But they have gone to a no phones ever for any reason policy at my school, which really it used to be it used to be like that if the teachers gave permission, you know, you could use it for a classroom related activity, like if you're playing Kahoot or if you're, you know, your class doesn't have a set of laptops or whatever and the kids need to look stuff up and they had such a problem with kids doing and saying and sending inappropriate things during school hours that they finally just had to say okay no phones at all because this is getting to be that much of a problem so that that's impressive to me because i feel like that's a pendulum that's swinging very fast both ways because i know about six years ago was no phones whatsoever then it was okay you can have a phone but it needs to be like covered up and now i feel like in my kids school they they can have their phone out and pretty much do most of the time so no it it had gotten to be a big enough issue and now we're under the direction of take up a phone as soon as you see it like do not pass go do not collect two hundred dollars well, that's serious. I took up I took up a girl's phone today, and by four thirty this afternoon, had a message from her mom saying she said that you told them they were allowed to use their phones, and then you changed your mind. I was like, uh, "Bitch, no, I did not." I didn't say that to the mom, but I was like, "I was like, no, I think she's mistaken. I never said that, and she was the only one with her phone out." So. Are the parents freaking out over this, like out of not being able to instantly contact their child at any given moment? Or um, I really haven't heard any backlash from the parents on it. Uh, we had kids saying, oh, my mom's going to sue the school, blah, blah, blah. My mom needs to be able to reach me. <laughs> Good but luck. Our principal, like in the email that he sent out to the parents, you know, informing them of this shift in policy was like, you know, People of our generation all survived without cell phones. Your child will too. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, they can use it after school hours if you need to reach them, like athletics or something that goes after school. And if you need to get a message to them, call the front office and we will be happy to deliver a message. I think that's smart. Yeah. It's, I, I can tell you I have one particular student that I can think of that has gotten more do- work done in the past week than she has in a whole semester. 
I grounded my son maybe a month. It was two months ago. It was a while ago. And he lost his phone privileges for a week. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard that kid talk more in my <laughs> life than within 24 hours of not having yeah. access to that phone. He That's had all weird. kinds of things he wanted to share and talk with me about now. I was excited. Yeah. Well, and like walking down the hall in the morning, because the rule is that they're not supposed to have it out in the mornings. Like as soon as you walk in the building in the morning, the phone should be out of sight. So like even sitting, you know, waiting to go to class in the morning, the phones have to be put away. Yeah. And the kids are actually like talking to each other and interacting. And some of them are reading actual books <sighs> while they wait. It's amazing. Whoa. So yeah. Actual book? <laughs> yeah. So that's anyway, that's what's going on. <laughs> Sorry, opened a big old can of worms there asking about my Monday. Whew. No, I think that's good. Um, what about you, Count? How's your, your last week going? So it's actually going really well. You know, at the at the high school level, we're, we're wrapping up things. So we've already got one final that, you know, already took place. We've got um, finals for the rest of this week. <clears throat> and so kids have kind of been in, like, salvage mode. Um, for the ones who are like, you know, grades that are borderline and turning oh, yeah. in every, every possible assignment. But, you know, this is the first time in like a year and a half, almost two years, that our kids have had finals or midterms because when COVID hit, like we just did away with those. And um, so that's kind of new for some of the kids. And we also just gave out our junior class rankings. Um, and it was only based on their first four semesters. So like freshman and sophomore year. And when I tell you that I've never seen kids so like intent on comparing themselves to one another, Um, and we really only gave it out for our top 10%, but not only that, I've gotten some email, so many emails from parents. Like, how did you calculate this? Did you make a mistake? I don't see why my child is this low. And we just and and I'm responding back like yeah we we put it in the system this is where it was generated this is where they are, and then I was like you know stay tuned after first semester we'll calculate it again before March, but I mean even as juniors I mean they are parents are I don't know they're, a lot of them are playing the numbers game, but we called down our top ten percent and gave them a paper and said you know between you and your parents or whatever else. And some of them were excited. Some of them cried. They were thrilled. And then some were like mad that they were only 25, thought they should be like number one or two. And I was like, <laughs> no, sorry, you're not. Um, but the parents like just accuse you of like, did you make a mistake on purpose? And I was like, you think I have time to sit here and calculate every GPA? <laughs> like there's there, it's in a system somewhere. Like, no, gosh. But yeah, I, I'm starting to, I'm starting to see the claws and the fangs. Um, of some of the parents, and oh, I knew they had them, and they've and they've you know they've been what retracted for like <laughs> what are we two three months now? And now they're coming out. Yeah, they're coming out. <laughs> they always do eventually. <laughs> Here we go. This article today is from the Guardian, and the title is "South Dakota Teachers Scramble for Dollar Bills in a Demeaning Game." Now, this part isn't from the article. It's for me. I saw this video on Reddit and also posted in a couple of teacher groups over the weekend. I've seen the video, and maybe at first glance you could be offended, but I think a lot of people are getting offended about something that they had nothing to do with or being offended on, like, four other people. But I'll go ahead and read the article now. 
So, a competition pitting 10 teachers against each other to scramble for dollar bills to fund school supplies in a city in South Dakota has been described as demeaning and draws comparisons with the Netflix series Squid Games. The local newspaper, the Argus Leader, reported that $5,000 in single bills were laid out in an ice skating rink during the Sioux Falls Stampede hockey game on Saturday night, and teachers from nearby schools competed to grab as many as possible in less than five minutes. Footage of the competition that went viral on social media showed teachers stuffing the notes down their jumpers into hats while the audience cheered. The money was reportedly donated by Mortgage Direct to fund teaching supplies and classroom repairs. With everything that has gone on for the last couple of years with teachers and everything, we thought it was an awesome group thing to do for the teachers, said a marketing spokesman for Mortgage Direct. The American Federation of Teachers president, however, tweeted that the display was demeaning. This is demeaning. Teachers shouldn't have to dash for dollars for classroom supplies. No doubt people intended it for it to be fun, but from the outside, it feels terrible. On social media, dash for cash footage was described as humiliating and dystopian. Here's my thing. You see it, and maybe you can be upset, but this isn't teachers scrambling for their paycheck. This isn't teachers saying this is the only way to get funding. And these teachers got free tickets to a hockey game. They got to come and see it. They got to participate and get on the ice and represent their schools. They all got shirts, and they were given $5,000. I mean, I'm sure it would have been fun to, you know, put them in a cash cube instead and let them grab it out of the air. But I don't think this is the worst thing ever. But I'm really curious about your – maybe I'm just too numb, and I think people just have their panties <laughs> in a bunch over nothing. But, Bunny, Count, what are your thoughts on this? Man, I can see it from both sides. But <clears throat> I know in some state lotteries, they'll put you, like you said, kind of put you in a tube and blow a whole bunch of money around and whatever you grab, you get to keep. I didn't watch, I haven't watched the video yet, but I feel like you're going to see teachers crawling and scrambling on ice, getting as many dollar bills as possible to fund projects and things like that. I can see that just from an optics point of view, just looking like, oh my gosh, are they that desperate? Or why can't they pay them more money so they don't have to do things like that? But I don't know, the 20-year-old in me or the 22-year-old in me would have been like, hell yeah, put me out on that ice and let me grab as much as I can. Or yeah. if I'm a first-year teacher, like, let's just do it. I think it would be fun. Um, and I can see why people would say embarrassing or demeaning, but I'm off. I, I'm I'm not wound that type where I won't, you know, almost kind of embarrass myself a little bit to have a little bit of fun. That's kind of how I feel every time someone calls on me to do something at a pep rally. Like, hey, we're going to have a race and you put on this crown and use this plunger and sit on this skateboard and get across the gym floor. And I'm like, how embarrassing in this is this? But I don't know if the senior class will cheer for me. I guess I can do something like that and whatever. I don't think I'm going to go viral, but I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's that bad of a thing. I think it's all in the name of fun. So I could live with that. Like if they said, this is your only chance to get a holiday bonus. I, I would be pissed, but this right, was right. a local bank donated $5,000 to school and wanted to do a fun way of giving it out. And so they had representatives from the schools. They're like they're on a carpet. It's like one of those halftime mid, what do you call it? Between the quarters part. It's hockey. So it's not between quarters, between the periods, between periods. Yeah. Where they do some kind of event. And I mean, the teachers, like, they're getting the money, but they're smiling. It's fun. I mean, it's a big area. It's not like they literally have to grab money away from each other. No one's, you know, like pulling clothes or hair. It's not Hunger Games. I agree that maybe we shouldn't have to do things like this. And maybe if things were better, it would ring a little clearer. But 
I, I don't feel like this is the end of the world, but I'm also not that bitter at the moment. Some days I am pissed off and maybe I would be a little more upset, but I, I'm curious about your views. Bunny, how do you feel about this? Do you think this is tacky? Do you think this is fine? Do you think this is, I mean, what's going on? I mean, like, like y'all said, I can kind of see both sides of it. Like I'm, my first impulse was like, she's take it easy guys. Like, it's nobody was forcing them to be there. It wasn't for their paycheck. It was like over and above, you know, and like you said, in a perfect world, we, you know, that wouldn't even be a thing, but the teachers were there voluntarily. And like you said, you know, got to go see a hockey game and got a shirt and like nobody, they weren't being forced to, it's not like they had to, you know, fight each other for, you know, to put food on their table. It was, it was intended as a fun thing and the teachers were there voluntarily. And you said something, and I don't know if you meant it this way, but this was the way that I, I kind of went, yeah, that's probably true. Like about it being dystopian. Like, I think if we weren't living <laughs> in the year of our Lord, 2021, <laughs> that this might hit a little different. People might not take it so seriously, but like the fact that we feel like we've been living in a bad hunger games, like dystopian movie for the least last like two years almost i think everybody's just a little bit over it right now <laughs> and i am too i mean things are tough right now i mean it's hard to it's hard to keep finding the bright side in things sometimes but i know we can do it and i know that we can survive this year and i know it's tough and a lot of people do need to you know get a break and thank god we have winter break coming honestly if we didn't have winter break coming at the end of this week, in the next few days, I probably would be a little more bitter or strung out or tired. I mean, I'm tired no matter what, but, but since I have that big golden light that says there's like, there's a little over two weeks off coming very, very soon, that changes my view on things. And so it does, that is so, so true. Like, I feel like, like I, I, I can kind of shrug my shoulders at it. Like, eh, it's okay. We're going to break. <laughs> exactly. So like when some of the kids are a little rowdy or someone's being a little pissy in class or in the hallway or someone's being bitchy, I'm just like, you know what? It's fine. In a few days everyone can just kind of shake and shower this off. Now come January, I'm going to do my damnedest to have a fresh view on things still. But right now my view is, you know what, in a couple of days it's going to be over. Let's just do the best we can and make it to the finish line and let's get there. It's so close, so close. So, hey guys, guess what? What's what up? you got there? We have a Patreon! A Patreon! Yeah, yeah, yeah! That's right. We have a Patreon. If you're one of those people who loves Teacher Needs Drink podcast and want more, 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 or just want to support us and help us and encourage us to keep going, join our Patreon for as little as five to ten dollars a month. You get access to all kinds of bonus episodes, lost episodes, exclusive content. We do live recordings. There's a Facebook group where you can chat and meet other people. We do watch parties. I don't think we're going to do one this month. Maybe we will do one this month. Who knows? We'll surprise everybody. But we have all kinds of stuff going on. So come join our Patreon. Support the podcast. Show us your love. Do it now. Woohoo! Yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah! All right. Would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes into the future or 150 years in the future? Now, this is a one-time thing. Not like a whenever you want to, but what would you rather have? 
do I get to pick when I'm going to use it or is it like an immediate thing? No, let's buddy. say you get to choose when you want to use it, but you only get to use it once. I'm going with 10 minutes into the future and I am activating it uh, for the Powerball drawing. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it. See what the numbers are, then you know, <clears throat> revert back to now times and then buy my ticket. There you go. That's perfect. Yeah, either that or gambling. Put some horse bets or something out there. there <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Count? So I was thinking um, 10 minutes into the future. I wasn't thinking lottery, but the crazy thing is I, I was picturing like myself like trying to steal like a bag of money off of a Brinks truck and just <laughs> seeing if like in 10 minutes, if I'm like home free or if in 10 minutes, like somebody like hit me with a taser or something, I'm laying there and I'm about to get cuffed and go to jail for like strong arm robbery or well, not strong arm robbery, but like some kind of, uh, art or some kind of robbery kind of deal. But I, I think I'm in the same boat as Bunny where I'm trying to use my, my sight into the future to get rich. <laughs> so I'm looking for a little payday here, I guess. I guess that's the best way because, I mean, 150 years would be cool. But honestly, I'm not going to be around in 150 years. No, I'll be I mean, dead. It, there's really no chance. At 100 years, there's a chance I could still be around. But it, nope. my diet at not the moment's not looking at 140 for my age. Nope. So, um, yeah, I'm more interested in 10 minutes of the future and just seeing, you know, probably just doing a little self-help a la bunny or maybe like you i could do the whole like groundhog day and just completely plan the perfect robbery <laughs> yes yes and just be like okay i just count to three one two three throw the rock pick up the bag walk across the street and i'm clear I just have right. the perfect set of circumstances <laughs> but no in my luck i'd be drunk you'd be like i know who's gonna walk in the door in 10 minutes and then <laughs> <laughs> I could I could do that in Vegas. I could do that in like you said, bets. I could I could, yeah, that would definitely I would use that to my advantage. Maybe That's I'll go gambling at least once over the break. I do it about once a year. Yeah, once a year. No, I don't even know if I could do once a year. It's probably once every three years for me, but actually you're a lot time. closer. It's about closer to about once every three years. I went last year between Christmas and New Year's. I went once with a friend. And I made uh, some money. I made like, I was probably up a thousand at one point off 400 and then went down. I think I ended up walking out 600 bucks ahead. But then I went back with Priscilla like two days later because she had never been. And I was like, oh, I'll take you to the casino. And we went, and yeah, like after like an hour, I was like, I'm out. This sucks. <laughs> I want to go home. And it's I've a fun a drive to Oklahoma, but man, that drive back sucks, especially if you didn't <laughs> win anything. I've had a couple uh, good experiences in a casino, but I remember the my best one everybody else like went flat broke and drunk and i mean like i had to pick up multiple tabs and pay for a hotel room by the time i got home i think i was 19 or 20 and i'm sure there's well i was probably 19 or 20 and then i remember when i got home i was still up about a thousand dollars and i know i had already paid for like two hotel rooms and at least four or five tabs wow it was it was a great night and i was like i'm not gonna try it again like i'll never do it again i I don't think i'll ever be that lucky (laughs) it it never goes according to plan ever the very first time i ever went to a casino i won about 1500 bucks 1600 bucks playing craps mm-hmm. was like this is the best thing ever and me and my buddy were like we're gonna go in two more days we'll go back out there it was like a 90 minute drive oh yeah no it, it didn't happen the second time around i walked in with <laughs> 75 bucks and like 15 minutes later that 75 was gone yep and in college 75 was a lot of money oh yeah that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's a lot of money yeah, in that, college you can stretch that 
a while. Yeah, that was like my money for a month or yeah, a couple that's, weeks. And yeah, groceries, man. Yeah, it didn't turn into the $1,600 that I was hoping to get again. So, I don't know, my dream of going there always is like, oh, I really shouldn't spend this money, but it's always fun when I win. Hey, friends, thanks for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink. The the end of the line, end of the line, holy fuck, that sounds sinister. The, <laughs> the end of the semester is imminent. It's just a few more days. Hold on, try to, try to do what you can to get through. Don't get too nasty, don't get too bitter. Just keep Friday afternoon in your headlights and so you can make it to that glorious break. And once you get to the break, make sure you calm, you calm, you claim some time for yourself. That is so important, especially right now. Take a break, shut off the email, put all thoughts of school aside. And if nothing else, make the days like between the 23rd and the 31st, just nothing school related. Just make it about family, find loved ones, tell them you love them, find your friends, tell them you love them. Just do what you can. Make the most of the people you're with. But I'd like to thank my hosts who are with me today. Bunny O'Hare, thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having me back. It was a pleasure as always. It was. And Count, I'm glad you could make it. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, I need everyone to eat a little bit of chocolate over these holiday breaks. You'll, <laughs> it'll, 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 you'll feel better. You'll just feel better. If I must. All yes. right. Okay, friends. Well, deep breaths. Yeah, that's right. Deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Woo-hoo! All right, my friends. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast comes out every Tuesday and is proudly sponsored by Lud Lamb Dramatics and Legendary Pretzels. If you have a question or something you'd like to share with us here at Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast, go ahead and hit us up through the contact page of our website, teacherneedsdrinkpodcast.com. I'd like to thank my hosts who are with me today, Ms. Bunny O'Hare and Mr. Count Chocolate. And I'd like to thank all of the patrons out there for supporting us. Thank you so much. If you just can't make it to be a patron, I know teachers, man, money is hard, even if it's just five or ten bucks a month. Um, leave a, you know, positive review. Recommend us to a few friends. Help spread the word. That's the best you can do. All right, my friends, it is almost winter break. We are just days away. We will release some kind of an episode over the holiday weekend, but it's not going to be much because, honestly, we need a break and we need some time with our families. We will do something for our Patreons out there. We're planning on having a party, so we'll live stream from that, and we'll see what else we can do. But all my friends out there, take care of yourselves. Your health matters. Your sanity matters. Make times, and if you have a loved one, make sure you let them know. 